Michael, always great to see you. Thanks for being here this morning. Glad to be here. Thank you all so much. Uh, a little rainy morning, but good to be with friends. Absolutely. A lot going on in your office. And I, I want to start here since it is January, National Human Trafficking Awareness Month. Uh, just curious what things you and your office are doing to help combat human trafficking in eastern North Carolina. We are leaning in in a big way to combat human trafficking in North Carolina. And I will tell you, North Carolina ranks in the top 10 states in the nation for the number of tips to the human trafficking hotline. And those tips lead to real cases, and they come from real people who see things that don't add up. All right, talking about seeing things that don't add up, what are some of the training courses that maybe you're offering, or what are some of the other tips you have for the general public if they suspect someone might be uh, being trafficked? One of the most important things we can do at the U.S. Attorney's Office beyond prosecuting these cases to the fullest extent we can is training law enforcement on how to recognize the signs. So a vast majority of our state highway patrol has now been tuned up and educated on how to recognize uh, people who may be trafficked. It could be something as simple as somebody who isn't able to speak on their own and has to look towards uh, usually a man who's trafficking a a female, but not necessarily always, Mm -hmm. uh, to speak for them. Somebody who doesn't have their own documents, their own ID, their own money, uh, their own carrying their own wallet. Uh, these are all signs and aspects of control, and control is the biggest red flag to know that someone's being trafficked. How big is how big of a role does I-95 play in human trafficking? I-95 is the iron pipeline for guns being trafficked up to northeastern states from North Carolina and South Carolina, and it's also the pipeline for humans to travel up and down the East Coast. And we'll see sometimes where there could be a big event, like the Super Bowl, for example. And there will be a mass transit of humans, even minors, being trafficked to service those who arrive at these big events. Uh, You even see it around big conventions and things of that nature. I-95 is a major corridor for guns, for drugs, and for humans being trafficked. John? Now, is there a tip line that people can call if they see something? There is. And I would tell everybody, if you just Google the National Human Trafficking Hotline, there's not just a tip line, but there's a tip form. There's a website. Okay. There's even a way you can text the National Human Trafficking Hotline. So I encourage anyone, don't be bashful. If you see something that doesn't add up, send it to the experts, and we may just make a case out of it. All right, outside of human trafficking, which is certainly a priority for your office, I'm sure there are more things that you have going on. Uh, what about the economic crimes in the Eastern District of North Carolina? White-collar fraud is happening at a massive scale right now. It's fraud on our elders. It's fraud on the disadvantaged, and it's fraud on the taxpayers. So we got a lot of hardworking people, WPTF listeners, who are getting a slice out of their paycheck going to the federal government. And we live in a generous nation. When people are hard up and they fall on their face, this nation picks them up, and we have programs to help them do that. But there's also folks who want to take advantage of the generosity of this nation to try to line their own pockets. And when they rob from the American taxpayer, they're going to be met with the full force of the federal government coming down on them. We have FBI agents, IRS agents, uh, even ATF agents, who will focus on gangs and violent criminals uh, to figure out how they can use financial fraud to fund their gang operations. So we'll unravel those. One thing we saw, which was sort of a new trend, is that violent gangs were turning to COVID fraud and PPP fraud to finance their drug trafficking and their gang operations. And so this notion of white-collar fraud, it's not just a man in a business suit. It's folks on the street corner who are dope slingers as well. How do you combat that? It is a team effort. 
It requires total coordination with local law enforcement to identify who the most violent and concerning groups are. And then we can run them through all manner of analytics to see if there are PPP loans or other federal program grants that are going towards addresses that are associated with these violent groups. Then we can take action. What about any year-end numbers, Michael, for violent and organized crime cases in North Carolina? We, we knocked it out of the park this year. We, we have taken violent crime and taking out violent gangs a top priority. We have more ongoing organized crime investigations right now than at any point in the history of the district. We have more ongoing wiretaps right now than at any point in the history of the district. We prosecuted 280 illegal gun offenders in the Eastern District of North Carolina last year. That was more than many districts that are twice our size. And we took out, uh, took 100, and, uh, excuse me, we took 250 guns off the street mm-hmm. out of the hands of felons who we prosecuted. So we hope, we know that'll save lives. What about the illegal drugs that we see coming into North Carolina? I know when we talked about a month or so ago, that was a big issue for you in the Eastern District. I'm so concerned about fentanyl, and there's I guarantee so many of your listeners know somebody who has struggled with opioid addiction. And the way it starts is with a prescription quite often or with drugs that have been taken from somebody who had a prescription. And then that becomes too expensive to sustain, and so folks will turn to heroin or counterfeit pressed pills that are made to look like legitimate Oxycontin or Percocet, but that are actually completely bogus and pressed with illicit Chinese and Mexican cartel fentanyl. It is deadly. One in in a handful of pills will kill you dead. U.S. Eastern District Attorney Michael Easley in studio with us. Michael, thank you so much for coming in. Look forward to having you again hopefully sometime next month. You bet. Thank you.